pleasure to welcome our opening night guest, the leadoff hitter. Been on the beat a pretty long time, too. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's been a while. Not uh, not 44 years well, like this show has been going, but this is uh, season 93 was my first season, right. so this is 31. 31 for yep. you. Yep. Got on board right after Holmgren arrived. Yep, the year after, yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette with us tonight. Pete, you've been with us before. Thanks for coming back. Appreciate you getting this thing going. I'm going to start with the biggest event, obviously, to this point, and that was the decision to move on after 18 years, force MVPs, Super Bowl title, all kinds of records, great, great player, fantastic presence, good interview. Aaron Rodgers, now a Jet. It has changed the whole dynamic of 1265 Lombardi Avenue. Yeah, I think the, uh, I don't know what you think. I, the, the vibe out there is different. It's, it's more relaxed. We I think it's, it's more hopeful. Um, I, it's, it's a different vibe, and I think, you know, it's probably, I mean, things could go poorly, but it is probably a sign that it was definitely time for both of those sides, Rodgers and the Packers, to part. Was there a single tipping point, do you think, or not? I think if, once they drafted Love, I think it was almost well, des- destined to eventually fall fuse, apart. For sure. yeah, because I, he was never going to let go of that. And it spurred him, I think it spurred him to play some really good football. He won the back-to-back MVPs. I mean, I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't question for a second that that was a factor in how well he played. But then his way of asserting himself besides playing great was to sign that huge contract. And he was never like he's given the Jets, you know, he's he took a pay cut. He was never going to do that with the Packers. Um, I think that was his way of reasserting control. And that put them in such a financial bind. And then he didn't, you know, if he's unless he's going to play absolute lights out, you can't pay a guy 50 million bucks a year. What, what was the relationship like from your perspective, from what you've heard, from what you know of Rogers and Gutekunst? How was that GM QB one relationship? I don't think there was much of one, <laughs> yes. and then I think they, you know, Gutekunst made a show of contacting him and you know trying to make him feel like he's involved. But I don't think there was much of one. I think the the coach was the one who handled all of that. So I, I think that was a band aid for the last couple of years. Just it was just for show. Was Rogers certainly the face of the franchise? But he was was he. The franchise, and is that problematic? You know, these. I think what happens is these guys get so big um, that it just overtakes everything. And unless the guy's unusual, like Tom Brady, I think it's it's going to cause problems. Even Brady and Belichick, even that fell apart eventually. Um, yeah, I think it did become a problem. And you know, it's you, you can be that, but you have to you have to play great, not just really good. You have to play. MVP type football every year and yeah there were some things going against them last year but he didn't play great last year and they were a different team the second half of the season and they still lost that game to the Lions even though Watson was back and playing good football even though Nixon had turned things around on special teams so uh, he just he did not I think he was as much culpable for that loss against the Lions as anybody and I just think that the Maybe not necessarily Goody, but everybody over there, you know, had seen as well as he had played. 
the cry was, we've got to get an NFC Championship game at home. COVID year or not, they yeah. got it. Blew it. Okay? Divisional round loss at home. Not even making the playoffs. Diminishing returns. Got worse every year, yeah. Diminishing returns when you are all in for Super Bowl or bust. Kind of said, all right, the apprenticeship has got to end now. Three years, just like Aaron waited with Favre, is enough. Let's go. Yeah, the, the, thing, I, sorry, the, the thing I found strange was, when, so when the season ended, I remember thinking about it for a couple of days and thinking, you know, they really should trade Rodgers. They, they should move on. And the more I thought about it and looked, looked into it over that next month, looking at their salary cap, all of those things, I was like, how can they not trade him? They have to trade him. It's time to move on. And it sounds like they were open to him coming back until the communication fell apart, hmm. um, the, right right around the combine. Yeah, the black hole. Yeah, his darkness retreat. I, I mean, they should consider them, themselves lucky that he kind of forced their hand and forced them to trade him because it's definitely the right move. Now things may not turn out with love. I mean, it, it, he might not be very good, and they might be looking for a quarterback in a year or two. But it was time. They they definitely needed to move on. In in my opinion. I contend, Pete, this is now, without question, Gutekunst's roll of the dice. Okay, this is his turn at the table now, okay? You know, the Ted Thompson, McCarthy thing came to an end. Goody has been on board now as GM since 18, and that's when yes. the change was made at the coach. Um, he retooled a roster that got them to the brink, but now there's only three guys on this team that have, that are here pre gutekunst so he is now this is his shot this is his shot at building a super bowl winner mark murphy's going to retire in a couple of years if love doesn't pan out you wonder in two or three more years if the goody run even with the extension he and lafleur got and lafleur for that matter could be setting the franchise up for a really big overhaul at the top yeah um i don't think from everything i've heard i don't think murphy he's got what two seasons left yeah. mm -hmm. I, I have trouble seeing him firing either good or lafleur but you never know what the next person that's is going to do getting at. yeah and i know that's what you're saying and the dominoes if this doesn't work and this team muddles about for two or three years and they go hey we need another quarterback it could be disastrous. So, so, so maybe Gutekunst would get a shot at a quarterback, one more quarterback, if he makes a quick decision on Love. Um, maybe, but you know, I think it also depends on how they get there, what other talent it looks like they have. But the, I mean, let's face it: the the decision at quarterback it makes or breaks you. Yeah, it does. There's also been a lot of talk in the off season with Coach Lafleur that now that Rodgers is out. This is truly going to be Lafleur's <laughs> offense, and we're really going to see what this offense is supposed to be like. Do you buy into that, or did we see Lafleur's offense all along? It's just you had a future Hall of Famer leading it. I, I mean, I'm not sure what you guys think, but I definitely buy into that. I okay. think we are going to see more of the. I mean, we're already seeing it in practice. They're running. They're back to running jet motion again. Yeah. Which we I saw, love that. By the we way, we saw nothing of the last two seasons, yeah. and. They're doing more stuff uh, well, under right center. Right out of said he never really liked motion. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so the, yeah, he didn't like. He doesn't like motion. And what was the other? The, and he didn't like taking snaps under center. Yeah. So, and I think we're seeing both of more of those things 
more of both of those things. And even the camp. checks and all of this stuff when yeah. he would change plays at the line of scrimmage, he is still running Lafleur plays. Okay, Lafleur checks, but it just t- takes on a life of its own that this is his offense. Right, it, it he's was just trashing Lafleur's offense. It was a hybrid offense, yeah. and it was a compromise by and a compromise he should have made. I mean, you know, you have a guy well, who's yeah, played I, that no, long to, no get the most, to get more the most. More often than not, he got him into good yeah. situations. Yeah, but uh, but this will be more the Shanahan offense, I think, than we've seen up to now with all the jet motion, with the more running game. You know, Shanahan's been doing it with. Not great quarterbacks, so we'll see if uh, Matt LaFleur can do that too. So how much pressure do you feel is on the shoulders of LaFleur to really show success with his offense this year? A lot. Now, it depends how you define success this first year. I mean, well, you know, everybody knows they only went 6-10 and 10 in Rodgers' first season as a starter, and but he still played well enough where they extended his contract in November. Um, so they don't have to – it doesn't mean the – you know the Packers have to have a great season, but they've got to play good, pretty good offensive football. I think, you know, for Lafleur to start proving some of his modifieds. And you know, and Love's not a rookie. I mean, he's a fourth-year guy, not a rookie. So the results should be quicker than you would get if you're playing much quicker than if you're playing a Justin Fields or you know any of these rookie quarterbacks that have been drafted the last four or so five years. Uh, what are your impressions of Jordan now, a month into this thing? You know, I don't, I don't know that we've talked about it much, Mark. I, I think he's been okay. I think he's been pretty decent. I, I'm not discouraged. We talked about it. Yeah. Were we walking into practice one day or the stadium or the, you know in Cincinnati? And I said I'm not discouraged. But are but, you excited? Yes, in a in a curious sort of way. Okay. I, I, I think there's ability there. I really do. I keep thinking back to 08 and trying to remember what I thought of Rodgers at this exact point in 08, and I don't remember thinking that he was going to be all that good. By half, When they extended his contract, I remember thinking, yeah, they, they should do this. This guy's good enough. I don't know that he's going to be really good, but this guy's good enough. And I'm not sure Love looks any worse than Rodgers at this point. Um, maybe Rodgers showed a little more arm talent, had a little more zip on the ball. But, you know, there's just so much to prove still. And I, I, if I'm the Packers, I'm feeling okay about Jordan Love right now. I'm feeling right. like he's still got a chance to be a good winning quarterback right. in the NFL. And you mentioned he's not a rookie, but he is replacing a future Hall of Famer, and that's a different type of pressure. Yeah, and Rodgers went through it too. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, this guy didn't get booed on family night. I remember Rodgers was terrible that night. Oh, I know. He threw a couple interceptions, one in the red zone, I think one in two minutes. Um, Wasn't Favre, like, up in the press box yeah. that night? Yeah, he was up in a private box that night. In a suite? Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. just landed. Okay. He had flown in that night. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was a total disaster, Off that plane. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. There were more cameras at the airport than there were at the stadium on family night just for the return. That they, was, and Rodgers gets booed. That yeah. year in, in uh, training camp, I didn't go to practice the first week because I was sitting in the office making calls, working on what was going on with Favre, Favre. minute by minute, basically. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Fans with Favre jersey signs, very anti roger It was difficult. But this has been a – that this was is such different. an acrimonious divorce. This one was, uh, all right, irreconcilable differences. Let's get on with it. It just seems a little more relaxed, and that's good for Jordan. Yeah, in my sense from just, you know, like when, when the season ended, I would – Go, you know, I'd see friends and acquaintances out and about, you know, the grocery store, the gym, wherever, and I'd, you know, we'd talk for a minute, and then I'd say, so keep him or trade him. And, of course, they know what I was talking about, and you could see the wheel spinning, and I would say 
of the people I talked to said trade him. The fan sentiment was so much different this year than it was in 2008 when Favre retired and wanted to come back. That was a total split. You know what? And I think I don't want to spend a whole hour on this, but the personality of Aaron is just so uniquely different from what I've ever experienced covering NFL superstars, uh, and I've covered a lot of them. Um, I just think that really started to wear on these folks out here and that sit in the stands. He is very much not an everyman. Where Favre very much well, was. To yeah. borrow the line from Ted, he's a complicated fellow. <laughs> yeah, Favre, Favre was much more Midwest than Rogers, for sure. Down home, yeah. beer drinking, beer guzzling, beer yeah. Yeah, swilling, Other vices. fun loving, yeah. gunslinging, goofball. And Rogers was the cerebral, esoteric, distant, aloof. Hard to identify with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just not as relatable. Yeah. But. All right, wishing well in New York. It's the love era now, but he ain't the only one. This is such a young roster, Pete, and we'll talk about how these other kids are going to mesh together and make this thing go when we come back. Pete Doherty, the Press Gazette, our guest, when we come back. More the fifth quarter from Narrowbridge, an opening night right after this. We now return to the fifth quarter, live from Narrowbridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. Matt LaFleur says this is the longest week of camp, and I agree with him. The road trip to Cincinnati, first time they had a joint practice out of town since I don't know when. I remember a mini camp. I think Bart took him to Arizona back in the day. I think that was back in the 70s. 70s. Yeah, yeah. 70s, yeah. yeah, just before I started. I remember seeing that looking through old clips trying to find something and seeing yeah. they were down yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah, played the game, came back home, practiced yesterday, practiced today, a little walk through tomorrow, two with your boys, New England Patriots, coming That's right. in. You're excited for that. Preseason game on Saturday. This really is the peak because they're going to ratchet it down, and it, I would think, in intensity leading up to Seattle, and then we cut the roster. So this is it, I think. Still, uh, and as, as long as this week is and is going to be, and especially with the trip to Cincinnati, long week and a half, it is still so different than camp oh in God. the 90s <laughs> and even early 2000s. I mean, that, they had 60-some practices in the 90s, and now it's, what, 18, something there like that? There were sometimes three practices a day, your normal two-a-days, and then a special teams practice under the lights at mm. night. Once or, once or twice a week, this was going on. Yeah. You know, when Forrest Gregg was here, they padded up as soon as they showed up. Yeah, I, I, never was, I wasn't around for those days. Yeah. Killing each other on the opening day. Those guys hated Forrest Gregg. Those players just hated him. But anyway, we talked a lot about Jordan Love, but we talked about the departure of Aaron Rodgers. And so he's 18 years in. But then you lose uh, Mason Crosby, Mercedes Lewis, uh, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, uh, Dean Lowry, Jerron Reed. Am I forgetting anybody? That's almost 100 years of NFL experience flipped off a team that has turned this thing into the kitty core. The kitty core without a, a Bakhtiari. And it's a young man's game. I understand that. I understand that. But, you know. What was George Young's uh, saying was uh, it's the NFL's like the Marines. The younger, the better. That was the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send him into battle. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. All right. But a lot on Jordan Love, uh, but now we've got, you know, what the Gutekunst vision is, the Christian Watsons, the Romeo Dobbs, the Luke Musgraves, maybe not so much the running backs, but that group is now going to grow together. Yeah, and um, the, I think the thinking is right. I mean, you know, they with their division – you don't know what's going to happen. They could they could win the division. I mean, five hundred uh, eight and nine might win this division. Who knows? But they're not a Super Bowl contender. They're just not. 
So to, to do a total rebuild, I think, makes sense. To draft all these young guys, uh, all these guys in the skill positions, I think makes a lot of sense. And to have them try to grow with Love is the way to do it. I mean, next if Love is good next year, they should be a really good football team. And if he's not, then, you know, you're, you're quarterback hunting again. Yeah, okay. Another big departure, as you mentioned, was Mason Crosby. I mean, you lose Rodgers, you lose Crosby, a lot of experience, legendary players for this organization. What do you make of Anders Carlson so far? What have you What have you seen? What do you like? Strong leg, yeah. like you know, even by NFL standards, pretty strong leg. Uh, really erratic so far. I mean, he's making about two thirds of his kicks, which doesn't cut it in this league, and he's missed. He missed two extra points the other night. And he missed his, another. His, his first, first one today. His first kick today in practice, extra point, and he pushed it right again. He's got the Scott Norwood disease. He's been pushing right, right on right. those extra yeah. points. Talk yeah. to him after practice, and he says it's – he's uh, – how did he put it? Uh, some of the fundamental things. He said his, his rhythm is a little quick. Think, yeah, that's – yeah. That yeah. Was, look, I wasn't there, but I uh, yeah. but I read the quotes, and yeah. he said that he's just – he's his, got a slow – it's like a golf time, swing, you his, know? His timing is just – not quite the foot is just not closing in quite fast enough mm-hmm. yet and there's been a lot of push 90 percent of his misses are right so I st- far. and i have trouble he's been erratic but i have trouble seeing them making any kind of move there because well, the last thing they want to happen is to have this guy in two years be a really good kicker for somebody because you, know, you know the story with his brother the vikings drafted him in 18 cut him and what, they, 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 they cut him really early yeah and just this past season, he was the all-pro kicker. Now, I don't think he's the best kicker in the league. You know, that's Justin Tucker. Yeah. But he's still probably one of the top five. So the last thing they want is to cut this guy and then have him in a year or two be a really good kicker. And so that, I th- they're going to be willing to live with some, thing, some yeah. growing pains, Look. I think. All right, we scored 36. So it could have been 38. We'll be okay <laughs> yeah. until we really need you. Yes. Until we really need yeah, you. Yeah, now then you get him out there with a game-winning kick, well. and if he pushes that, you know, a 40 yard, and he pushes that right, it'll, you know, it'll be a different story. But you just get the sense they're going to hang. They'll probably um, hang in there as long as they feel good about him mentally. And he does. He can. I mean, he's making these 45-yard kicks, and they're clearing at the top of the oh, goalpost. Yeah, no, so yeah, he's, he, he can reach from six. He can reach from 60, but without you know, with no problem as long as it's not into the wind. So he's got a he's got a strong, strong leg. It's just keeping it between the posts. Yeah, and that's going to be the and issue. And it's really between the years to get it between the posts. Right, exactly, in my opinion, because yeah. he does really have a strong leg. Um, let's go to the defensive side of the ball, Pete. Um, I don't know how many more number one picks they could add to that unit. Uh, and I think there's only two or three roster spots left in the starting lineup for one first round picks. I think they have eight now. Yeah, so uh, that's three more they could have to go. <laughs> three more years. Uh, is this Joe Barry's last stand? Okay. Yeah, uh, I thought I didn't think he would survive the off season. I, can't, I, I, I did because I just didn't think Matt was going to bring himself to a third coordinator in what amounts to three years. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. That's counterproductive in a lot of ways, especially with the nucleus, with that pedigree. Let's get a little more out of it. Yeah. A more consistent play. And he made he emphasized how important continuity was to him. But yes, this is this has to be make or break for Joe Barry. Um, they've got they they certainly I mean we I think everybody who watched that team in training camp last year thought that this would be a top ten defense for sure and maybe top five. And they were as average as average can be. So, yeah, I think this is this is it for for Barry and um, and they need the defense to be good if they're going to win games this year. Because you got to figure 
Love and those young receivers are going to make a back-breaking mistake or two in most games, and they're going to need the defense to get the stop after that. Their top pick, Lucas Van Ness. What have you seen from him? What do you like? What's uh, what's he really got to work on? Big, strong, athletic guy. Hasn't done much of anything. Uh, you know, today, like I, the first week and a half or two weeks, he didn't win. They, he, they all do two or three one-on-one reps in practice, and he didn't win one. And then he finally won a couple over in Cincinnati, and then he won one today. He had a tackle behind the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be just a, a slow build for him. Now, maybe by November he's a good player, but... Just think back to Rashawn Gary in his rookie year. You know, there wasn't he. There Gary some, didn't play there great. There were some cries of "What the hell?" You know, with when, Rashawn when Gary. They, oh yeah. 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 Oh, I, definitely and there were. Now it's what the hell? They've got a budding All Pro. That rookie season ended. It was very much up in the air whether that guy was going to be any good or not. And now he's their best or second best defensive player. Uh, I mean, it's him and I guess you can throw Kenny Clark in there too. But it's him and Alexander are their two best guys. Yeah, I, I'll give Lucas some time. I mean, he's going to be a rotational guy. I'm really glad they have Justin Hollins back. I like him. I really do. I think he can function. Yeah, he's done okay. You know, the pack, you need a great defensive line to play really good defense in this league. They really, they've got to keep drafting pass rushers. I mean, they should, they got, they should be taking one of the top three picks. Every year for the next two or three years, I think. Yeah, I think that's such a huge position, too. And, again, up front, you do have Kenny Clark. And then a, a big transition. I mentioned no Lowry, no Reed. Now you got T.J. Slate and Devontae Wyatt. Those pretty much are going to be your top three up front. Wyatt looks uh, like a different guy. Uh, he's been disruptive. You know, I remember last year, like in the, watching the preseason games in the first really two months of the season, There'd be a run player or two where he'd just get blown out of there like four yards off the line of scrimmage. I could see why they didn't play him early on. But watch him in camp this year. That's just not happening at all. And he is getting into the backfield. He is rushing the passer better. The one-on-one pass rushes, he's looking pretty good. They need him to be a difference maker. And I, I would say right now there's at least a chance that he actually will be one. And they you know they spent a high pick on him, so yeah. I don't think that's expecting too much out of him. Right. I think the run defense is going to, again, be critical because I do like the secondary. I like some of the – obviously, Rasul, Jair, Valentine's been a really interesting The right to move me. to get Douglas out of the slot. That yeah. was just not his thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think they made the right move there. When Sto- It'll be interesting when Stokes come back. I think they're just going to rotate the two outside guys between those three guys, Doug- Douglas, Alexander, and Stokes. I think those three are going to rotate at the, out- at the two outside spots. Any concerns about the back end? Uh, yeah, big concerns. Um, Savage, Ford, Owens, you know, Owens did. Moore. Owens had two big mistakes in the preseason game yes, he, he had the, he missed a tackle on the 33 yard run and he was the guy in coverage who got beat on the it was like a 32 or 33 yard end. pass play yeah. so um yeah i think there's got to be big concerns for that other safety spot i would assume that's going to be a high draft position next year all right we'll see on the offensive side young receiving group what are you seeing from Watson, from Dobbs, another year in this system? What are you seeing with those guys? And then Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. Watson looks, uh, his from the first day of camp, I thought, his legs look bigger. He just looks stronger. He looks much more sure of himself you know catching I, the ball. I, saw, I was watching him today a lot. His routes, I mean, his routes either on the stick routes, accelerating, stopping, coming back, or a quick out, 
or just a little shimmy to get loose and, and burn up the field and stretch remarkably better this year. That could turn out to be a really good pick. I mean, that's, you know, they always talk about football being the ultimate team game and all that. But look at what a difference one guy made last season. He basically missed the first half of the season with injuries. The second half of the season, he was healthy. And hit that threat that he brought and the plays that he brought, big plays, I mean, they, that's why the what they go on the down the stretch uh, five and three, I think, in the yeah. second in the second uh, the last eight games, that was one that was him and Nixon were the two reasons why they got so much better. So yeah, I think this guy is actually a stud. Dobbs and Love seem to have a pretty good connection. Dobbs looks like a guy who could just probably rack up you know eighty or ninety catches with I no problem. I think he'll lead in targets. Yeah, I think Watson will probably lead in explosion. And I think Reed is going to get a lot of touches. Uh, we talked about the Jets and yeah, stuff like that. Just get into uh, his hands. He's he's made some plays now that uh, he's got that quick little burst, uh, which would serve him well in the slot and even outside. So I see him get loose. He's a. Um, I think he might be a little more talented than Randall Cobb was, and Cobb ended up having a good career. I'll be curious to see if it actually turns out that way. But he just strikes me as a little more explosive. And he plays a little bigger than Cobb did because they're similar size, 191, both a little over 5'10". They both jump 33 and a half. But this guy just seems a little little more dynamic than Cobb was, and Cobb was good. Yeah, yeah very was. good. Had a really nice run, as did a lot of guys. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll point ahead to the week uh, with the Patriots and uh, Pete's thoughts on how this thing's going to shake out here uh, before we're done at 2023. But when we come back, there was a special visitor in town today, and we'll hear from him when the fifth quarter returns to the Narrow Bridge right after this. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, live from Narrow Bridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. What an opening night. Yes, it is uh, volume 44, number one for the fifth quarter, uh, longest-running Packer talk show on radio, and uh, proud to be doing it still after all these years. Well, big day today, and the day started at Lambeau. Unfortunately, went inside the uh, Johnsonville tailgate village, but uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell was in town today to uh, congratulate and uh, uh, extend his uh, thoughts on the Packers being awarded the 2025 NFL draft. It is really going to be a big deal. There's no question about it. Roger had some comments, and I thought I'd play one here that uh, I thought was particularly interesting. Uh, he said it is going to be great, and he has no problem. Green Bay should be able to pull this thing off. We're talking about 240,000 people coming to town for that week. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, viewership is through the roof. I think Mark Murphy mentioned, you know, they drew $50 million for this year's thing. Well, it was in Kansas City, right? Uh, this past yeah. uh, April, but uh, Goodell says, you know what, uh, it might even be a little bit bigger than that. This draft has become really that kind of a mark for us and that kind of a landmark to uh, our season. Mark said 54 million, so I'm going to put the gauntlet down now. We have been getting closer to 70 recently, so we want to see the Green Bay Super Bowl get 70 million. Excuse me, for, uh, <laughs> sorry, NFL draft. You want to be in it or you want to host it? I'm not sure which one. <laughs> Both. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm not surprised at that answer, by the way. That's good. We'll take the Super Bowl as well as the draft yeah, before right. 2025. <laughs> host, no, but playing one? Yeah. yeah. I'm game. Host. Let's I'm do game. it. Yeah, should be great. But it was nice. <laughs> Governor Evers was there. Yeah. Was Steckenbach, county executive there. Uh, Mark Murphy had some comments and 
announcing the draft, Goodell was all supposed to ride a kid's bike today. Yes, but I with know. the rain, that didn't happen, they right? They did have bikes inside the building, yeah. and I guess they sat on them for photo ops. So I'm glad I w- did not have to be there to witness that. Yeah, I know. Uh, no to truth, witness that. No truth to the rumor there were training wheels on, on Goodell's bike. Right. So, but anyway. Goodell in a $3,000 suit riding a kid's bike. Logistically, it's going to be a challenge. I don't think there's any question. How to handle that swarm of people over you, I four mean, or they, five days. They're going to have a draft experience set up probably yeah. in the uh, the new Expo Center. Uh, Title Town will be... So they're the NFL's running the show. This isn't a Packer deal. This yeah. is an NFL setup. Yeah. So I'm here, I'm really curious to see how they're going to do it. There'll be uh, the highways coming into Green Bay will be full for several days there. I don't think it'd be a good weekend to uh, be taking a trip down to Appleton to do any shopping or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, traffic is going to be <laughs> a bit of a challenge. That's for but sure. It, it'll be interesting. But it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be away. such I mean, an amazing it's, it's event. Coming here before you know yeah. it that's for sure but 2023 comes first pete and i only got you for a couple of more minutes um as i've said all off season uh, you know when people are, what do you think now that you know everything's happened i said it's it's gonna be bumpy yeah. but refreshingly so uh is how i described it all off season and i and i'm still holding to that i think there will be some excitement i think there'll be some pain but we'll play and you're right the nfc north is not a gauntlet by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, if any of those teams won the division, I wouldn't be a surprise. And if any of them finished last, I don't think it would be a surprise. So, so you got to make a prediction right now. Packers record. What would you go with? I'm going to go eight or nine. I mean, they're going to be right on the fence. It could be ten. Nine is going to probably get you in the conversation. Ten's going to get you in. I'm still thinking seven and ten. That mm. I think he's just going to. Love is going to throw some interceptions or get some uh, sack strips that are going to cost them a game or two. It's just, it's inevitable. Um, but I th- even 7-10 and 10 would be an okay season with a new starting quarterback. I'm fine with, as, I, it's, if he, as long as he showed improvement during the season, I think that's the biggest thing is how he's playing in December. That's what I was going to ask. You already said this is not a Super Bowl contending team. So how do you define success for this season? Yeah, it's um, it's almost more an eye test than it mm. is. Is are they in, how, are they in the games? Are they in it? Like even you know they went six and ten in Rogers. Can season. they make plays? Can they score? Can they lost. They stop people. Do you remember how many one score games? It was like they lost five or six one score games that yeah, year. In, so you know eight. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. I mean they were on the cusp for sure. So that you know just being in games and. You know, keeping his keeping his team in the game and not making backbreaking mistakes. I, yeah, I guess you know when we're evaluating the guy. The thing I wondered was, is he going to be an interception machine? Because hmm. there's talent there, but is he just can he play fast enough, or will he be hurried into mistakes? So far in camp, he's thrown only he's thrown four interceptions, which isn't bad. Um, so I don't. It, it, maybe in the games it'll be different when guys when pass rushes are coming to hit him, um, but. The sense I get just watching him play is he's he's taken pretty good care of it so far. So that might be as big a thing to watch as any is, you know, is he making all these crucial crucial mistakes or does he can he keep the interception total down? I think Rodgers had twelve that first year. Okay. So yeah, you know that's twenty eight and thirteen. I'm just looking at two thousand eight. They were five and five after a blowout of the Bears, thirty seven three at Lambeau. Then they got spanked by the Saints, close loss to, to Carolina, Houston. Jacksonville and at Chicago, 
and they finished with a win over the Lions to go six and ten. Yeah, all one score games down the stretch, other than that Saints blowout. Yeah, so Rodgers was keeping him in games. Yeah. you know, and that's that's as important as anything. That's more important probably than the overall than the record ends up being is the eye test and is he keeping the team competitive into the fourth deep into the fourth quarter of games. If you had to pick a team to win this division, obviously we're not even through two weeks of preseason football, but do you buy into the off-season hype around the Lions? They had kind of been the, the sexy pick to win the division this year. Yeah, they're interested because they, they, I think they finished 6-2, and two, something yeah. like that. So yeah. I think that's probably the reason, 7-2. and two, So that's yeah. probably the reason. I still would put my money on the Vikings if I had okay. to, if I absolutely had to bet. Just they're you know they've got a, like you know Cousins is he's got his weaknesses. He's basically a barely above five hundred quarterback, but barely above five hundred, probably wins the the well, North. They got this a field year. tilter in Jefferson. Yeah, That's yeah, he's a, he's incredible. Yeah, he is good. So we'll see. Yeah. Hey Pete, it was a blast. Thanks for coming on, sharing your insight. Uh, look forward to working with you again all season long. This will be a this will be a Interesting ride. Yep. Thank you for having me in this. Will this is uh, it was kind of Groundhog's Day for the last decade plus. So this is a this is an interesting uh, change for the Green Bay Packers. I think so too. <laughs>